that the words that I say and the words that people hear are the words you intend, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning. In our gospel lesson this morning, Jesus told his disciples a parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. He said, in a certain city, there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected people. In that city, there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, Grant me justice against my opponent. It was important to note, Jesus is not talking about special people in the Bible this morning. They have no name or special designation. Just a woman and a judge. It seems to me that maybe Jesus is speaking directly to all of us this morning. This scripture also reminds me of a story about a little girl and her father. The little girl was eating a piece of candy, and her father asked for a piece. As soon as he popped it in his mouth, his response was, oh, this is bitter. His daughter said, wait, daddy, don't spit it out. You have to keep chewing to get to the sweet part. The widow, in her perseverance, was trying to get to that sweet place in her life. But, clearly, she was going to have to endure the chewing and the bitter taste before she could reap the reward. You know, we all experience bitter situations in our lives. But I can tell you this morning, from personal experience, That if you keep chewing, if you keep the candy in your mouth, if you keep focused in a consistent prayerful relationship with Jesus Christ, if you persevere, there is no sweetness that no one can bring to you other than Jesus Christ. How many of us this morning can recall a time in our lives when we wanted to give up, to toss in the towel, to say to ourselves, it is done. We concluded that the challenge of continuing to fight seemed futile. I'm guessing that all of us at some time or another had that sinking feeling that further effort would do no good. You have likely seen or read stories about the gallant efforts that were made by But the outcome was not what anyone hoped for or expected. On the other side of the coin, you no doubt have experienced, read, or heard of the stories with just the opposite result. The athlete who injures herself and perseveres to the end. The patient who endures the pain and agony of the treatment and gets a great result. The person who had a great tragedy or abusive experience and yet moved forward to have a successful and bountiful life and career. It is not clear to me 
the nature of the woman's grievance, but obviously it was significant to her because she sought relief. I believe this is what Christ is saying to his disciples when he shared the parable about the widow seeking justice from the judge. And I believe it serves as an example of how many times in life things occur which are beyond our control and yet we are forced by circumstances to live with them. It's during these times that we are called to be persistent and persevere in our efforts, especially in our relationship with Jesus Christ. As stated in Luke 18.1, to pray and not give up. The way to overcoming these challenges is what Christ means when he says, pray always and do not lose heart. Prayer should not be like the emergency pull box on the wall to be used in case of an emergency. Prayer should be viewed as our untapped resource and unexplored territory where untold treasures may be found. We should talk less about prayer and practice it more. You see, prayer is the greatest gift given to us by Jesus Christ outside of that of our own salvation and the gift of eternal life. We are given the parable of the woman's the widow's persistence with the unjust judge to demonstrate how perseverance can bring about a sense of equity, a sense of relief, a type of wholeness that makes it possible for a person to move forward. In order to get this relief, she had to persevere and persistently confront the judge. She had to be the pain in the judge's side. She had to be the squeaky wheel in order to get the grease. She generated some discomfort in the life of another in order to gain her own well-being and satisfaction. To begin the process of change in her own life. We are no different in today's world. We have to be even more persistent and persevere even harder to receive a just response. We have to persistently persevere to impact those who set policy, make the rules, determine the direction for the community. We have to do these things to have an improved outcome for our own welfare, for the welfare of the larger community. All across the country we see people persevering to get justice. This week, this past week, Mr. Dunn and his wife traveled from the United Kingdom to seek justice for their deceased son, Harry. The family of Atiana Jefferson in Fort, Fort Worth has vowed to seek justice for her untimely and wholly unexpected death. 
Black Lives Matter is persevering to eliminate racial inequity in the criminal justice system. Lawyers continue to file multiple lawsuits on behalf of the detained immigrants all across the country. Lawsuits are being filed seeking justice against the pharmaceutical companies due to the opioid epidemic. From the vaping industry to the lung illnesses and death, the list of people and entities seeking justice seem to be endless. You see, perseverance is an important trait in all of our lives. It is especially important in our Christian faith. As we go about our lives day to day, be assured there are forces of evil and destruction that are at work to bring havoc to all of us. And maybe not to each one of us directly, but havoc and destruction just the same because the suffering of one of God's children is the suffering of all of God's children. This habit creates situations that oppress the weak, situations that exploit the poor, situations that mistreat, that create mistreatment of workers in the workplace, situations that deny medication to those in need because of greed, situations that diminish and punish others for their choice of a partner or a spouse or a lifestyle, situations that punish people because of the color of their skin. These are examples of destructive forces at work in our community right now. We must persevere in our faith if we are to overcome these destructive forces. Christ tells us to stand against the inequities, and he calls on us to do this by continually praying for the improved welfare and benefit of our entire community. Christ told his disciples in the parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. Even when we meet our greatest challenges and obstacles, we must be like the widow and keep coming. We must keep praying regardless of how huge we might think the challenge is. We must consistently ask for justice in the face of evil. We must pray for the presence of the Lord to intervene on our behalf. You see, I believe there is a tendency to give up in our prayer life when we can't see the results or we can't see something happening. But we must pray until we, the, what we have prayed for has been accomplished or until there is a complete assurance in our hearts that it will be. Letting God direct us to quietly rest in it or when to continue to pray until we see, receive God's answer. We must pray until something happens. And when that happens, we must then pray 
for the next thing to happen. John Maxwell, an American author and pastor, has an interesting train of thought about perseverance and prayer. Perseverance draws sweetness out of diversity. The trials and pressures of life and how we face them can define us. Confronted by diversity, many people give up while others rise up. How do those who succeed do it? They persevere. They find the benefit to them personally that comes from any trial. They recognize that the best thing about diversity is coming adversity. I apologize for that. The best thing about adversity is coming out on the other side, although there is a good thing about diversity in our life <laughs> as well. There is a sweetness to overcoming our troubles and finding something good in the process, however small it might be. See, we don't speak much about the evil and the chaos that surrounds our church community, but forces are constantly at work creating havoc and hurt in our lives. Think about the destructive forces at work in our community right now. We must persevere and be prayerful in our faith if we are to overcome these forces. Christ calls us to stand against the inequities and calls us to do this continually by praying for an improved welfare and an improved benefit for all of us. In Colossians chapter 4, verses 2 through 4, it reads as follows. Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful for it in thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open a door for us to the door of the word to declare the mystery of Christ, that I may make it clear which is how I ought to speak. Amen. Amen.